You are listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Denver, Colorado. And you can find out more about us at houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Indeed, Christ is risen. Now what? A couple of months ago, I was helping to lead a portion of a community organizing action. In community organizing, an action is something we do to seek a result. We engage with school board members so that we can get higher wages for support staff and paraprofessionals. In our own lives, we also perform actions. We may be asked by a colleague to support them or their idea in the midst of substantial opposition. You may pull back from work with the intention to demonstrate to others just how much overfunctioning you are doing. Doing an action is not about ego. It's not about setting people up for failure, to punish, or even to shame. It's to draw attention to something or someone that we have somehow missed. Like I said, a couple of months ago, I was able to participate in an action, and it was great. One of the things that I've learned about community organizing is that we always do a dress rehearsal, at least a couple days before, if not a week before. And during the dress rehearsal, it's a time for those who are speaking to give their little spiel and then to get feedback about it. So we get to me, and it's like, that's good, that's good. Maybe try this, and don't say that. Wiley. <sighs> so dress rehearsal's over. It's going to be a great action. Week later, action happens. It is wonderful until we get to my portion. I was on script 70% of the way, and then I decided to say the thing that they told me not to say. I don't even remember what the thing was. But that was not something that I could get away with. At the end of the action, we huddle up and we do a debrief and we go around each person, what went well, what could have gone better. And we got to me and some brave organizers, knowing that I can handle it, but can be a little terrified, came to me and said, we like that you did this, but you did the thing we asked you not to do. I had spoken for myself and not what we agreed upon as a group. In that case, doing the action and misspeaking was not allowing me to love my neighbor and the trust and relationships we had built. It's, affirm it's affirming the expressed commitments you have made with your very body through solidarity. In Jesus' words, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, you will show up for me. If you love me, you will not overspeak when we asked you not to. From my experience in successful actions and unsuccessful ones, there are two things that make them successful. Number one, accountability. Number two, grace. To be honest, when I molded this gospel over and over in my head, I struggled with this seemingly conditional phrasing. If you do this, then you will get this. 
when I let it sit in my being a little bit longer, I came to realize that my negative reactions to this language are rooted in a misunderstanding of accountability and grace. In my head, growing up taught by parents, there is always grace or accountability. Never both. How does that show up? Oh, you didn't unload the dishwasher, sweetheart. It's okay. Grace. Oh, you didn't unload the dishwasher. No iPad time tonight. Accountability. I began to think about this passage from John as an action, an action to seek a result from us. Is the result of Jesus' action to condemn and shame us for what we have done and left undone? Or is it to make us feel like we can't possibly do anything wrong or misstep because we have God's grace? In the language of all of you, is the result to justify me as only sinner, accountability, or is it to justify me as only saint, grace? Only grace or only accountability isolates and alienates us from each other. But grace and accountability, grace and accountability, can bring us together. When it was pointed out by the group that I did something that I said I wasn't going to do, I could have been met with, it's okay, it happens. What would my reaction have been to that? If it happens again, it's okay. Dare I say, it would preserve my sense of self and ego. But it does nothing to mend the relationships that have been affected and severed. Or, I could have been met with, well, if Wiley messed up this time, we shouldn't let them lead again. They have to learn from their mistake. What would my reaction have been to that? I would feel cut off, isolated. Lonely, why would I ever come back into that space again? If I just received grace, how can others trust me? If I received just accountability, how can I trust others? In either case, the fabric of community is severed and left severed. But after that action, I received grace and accountability. Others could trust me, and I could trust others. And the fabric of community can be stronger than ever because we went back, fixed the missed stitch, and continued forward together. Christ is risen, now what? We are given the spirit in between. As a pillar of the church, Julian Norwich would say, we behold a mothering God. Her words have actually been set to a hymn in our hymnal. We've sang it once before, but I'm going to sing the last verse, and I'm going to point out the grace and accountability. Mothering spirit, nurturing one, in arms of patience hold me close. Grace. So that in faith I root and grow, until I fly, until I know. Accountability. Grace and accountability. The advocate, the paraclete, 
the one with us in the in-between of life and death, the in-between of our grace or accountability, abides with us, within us. When we abide in Christ, Christ abides in us. And the Spirit abides in us in order that we might offer her creation a grace and accountability this world so desperately needs. A mothering God, a mothering spirit who loves us as we are but does not leave us where we are. With the Spirit's grace and accountability, we can go back, fix the missed stitch, and continue forward together. Because God abides in us and we abide in God, we shall not be orphaned. We will not be left alone, neither from God nor from one another, and we shall live. Thanks be to God. You've been listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. If you would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, please visit our website at houseforall.org/giving.